Betting Preview Podcast from Pregame.com. Pregame.com. Broadcasting straight from the Las Vegas Strip. Vegas, baby. With your host, R.J. Bell. I saw him on ESPN. Can I call Marco Daddy? VR seems wild. GMAC Bowl, Middle Tennessee State, Miami of Ohio. Normally we've got R.J. Bell as our host. This week we've got a special treat, special guest, Johnny Detroit. Welcome to the show, Johnny. How you doing? Doing good, Marco. But feeling a little negative energy in the room right now, so there's a couple things we're going to need to change. First off, it's uh, <laughs> the Johnny Detroit show. And... For good measure, the new CEO of pregame while I'm here. <laughs> uh, it looks good on you. Uh-oh. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <clears throat> Excuse me. Stanford? <laughs> he had it ready. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Come again. All right. For those of you that missed last week, that little payoff was, for some reason, insane may it be, he continues to buck Marco on the best bets, but we gave out Stanford, and RJ wanted to bet Virginia Tech, so that's the five hundred dollar payoff there. It was a bad, it was a bad night overall. He got cracked by me twice <laughs> at the no limit game, and then on the TV, he has to see Stanford roll up Virginia Tech. So. And you did it with a bluff too. That made it even sweeter. <laughs> so, but let's get to business. We've got football, Middle Tennessee State, Miami of Ohio, Johnny. Tell me about this game as far as, you know, where the number's at, and I'll tell you where I'm at. Well, to me, the big story on this Miami-Ohio game is it opened Miami-Ohio minus three. Um, right now, it's totally flip-flop. Now Miami-Ohio is actually getting points at plus two. Despite the public being all over the over, we're not seeing much movement there. It opened at 48. It's now sitting at 48 and a half. So based on that, where are we going, Marco? Who do you like? Well, I'm going to go with Middle Tennessee State, and I'm going to say first off, you know, we have lost a lot of value in this game. I mean, right. when you're going from getting plus three. plus three to minus two, you know, there's five points that we've lost there. But what I'm going to point out as far as the value that we lost and go back to a lot of times RJ and myself, we talk about teasers. Correct. And I say that when you make teasers, one thing you don't ever, ever do is tease a small favorite to a small dog because you're not getting – proper line value there more often than not it's just going to be pick the winner that three point two point spreads not right. going to come in either way and that's going to be the case with this game why I'll still go with Middle Tennessee State you're looking at a team six and six versus a nine and four Miami of Ohio team six and six this team had to win their final three games to get into the bowls and we talk about motivation and right. stuff do people want to be in the bowl that they're in? Okay, yeah, this is a January bowl, and normally when you're playing a January bowl, it's a big bowl, but it's not. This is the GMAC bowl, but Middle Tennessee Playing State Miami, Ohio. is happy to be <laughs> Not Miami, is, Florida, Miami, yeah, Ohio. Miami, Ohio. They're happy to be here because they won their way into this game. And so from a motivational standpoint, I, I'm happy where their mindset is. It's true that Miami won five in a row as well down the stretch, but the thing that I'm concerned about with Miami of Ohio, and then I'll kick it to you, is this team won their MAC championship game. That might have been 
the prize, the trophy right. for them. They went into that game as a 19-and-a-half-point underdog and won that game outright over Northern Illinois, who was absolutely the class of the MAC this year. And you saw what Northern Illinois ended up doing to Fresno State earlier in the Bulls. So I just can't see Miami of Ohio reaching the same intensity that they did in the MAC championship game. I mean, going back to what you were saying with the, the whole schedule and the motivation is, let's not forget. I mean, that six and six is a little misleading. The quarterback from Middle Tennessee State was suspended for four games. Came back, he was a little rusty. You know, he went playing how everyone expected him to. They rolled off a bunch of wins, and when you're talking motivation, momentum, I mean, they're you know down. I think it was almost two touchdowns in that final game to be bowl eligible, they come back and win, they're going into this game. On the flip side, you got Miami, Ohio, I mean, yeah, they're 9-4 and four previous season, they're 1-11, and 11, so, you know, they're a team on the upswing. But, I mean, one of the key things is six of their nine wins are touchdown or less. So they won a lot of close games, and, I mean, some of these teams they are playing are like outright bums. You know what I mean? Yeah. I could quarterback, throw you as my tight end, get our, you know, put the pregame pros together <laughs> and, and probably hang on Miami, Ohio, and some of the teams that they played. So, I mean. No question, the MAC conference from top to bottom, there was a, a big disparity. Whereas the Sunbelt Conference, believe it or not, they're one of the only teams in the Bulls. Very underrated this year. That are still undefeated. They've sent two teams to the Bulls already. They're 2-0 and in the Bulls. And Middle Tennessee State can, you know, give them the hat trick. And to have three teams come out of a small conference that nobody ever gets to see play. Late in the year, they televised a couple Sunbelt games on ESPN during those weekday games. But other than that, nobody knows anything about this conference. And as you said, this was a team that talent-wise, Middle Tennessee State, a lot of people had higher expectations to. Right. But because of the suspension, it handcuffed them. They're playing ball at the right time, peaking right now. I'm going with Middle Tennessee State. I've got them winning 27-23. Obviously, that's still covering the number that we're looking at. It was much better when we were getting points, but I still have them handicapped as an outright winner. So I'm going to go ahead and make Middle Tennessee State the play here for the first game, the GMAC Bowl. I mean, I, I can't disagree with you. I mean, personally, I'm passing. I mean, i just given up the three to me. I, I'm just going to have to pass on it. But just a side note to kind of back with what you're saying, as I checked with some friends offshore and said, what are you guys seeing? And one of the guys offshore, he basically said, the wisest of the wise offshore is on Middle Tennessee State. Thus the big line movement. But, you know, personally me, I'm losing the three. I'm going to pass, but I, I love the play. There you go, Middle Tennessee State. We'll be back. We're going to take a look next up, the Cotton Bowl. We're going to look at Texas A&M versus LSU. For the best deals from trusted sportsbooks, visit pregameaction.com. For free real-time odds, lines, and scores, visit pregamelines.com. Friday, January 7th, Cotton Bowl, Texas A&M, LSU. Johnny, I know this is your best bet, and uh, it's your first best bet with us here on the podcast, so we're going to be anxious to hear what you've got to say. You want to tell us who you, who you like in this game and why? Well, let, let, let's kind of go over where we sit with the lines um, and I'm going to refer to the game as the Cotton Bowl, not the AT&T Cotton Bowl. I'm, I'm, I'm not an old guy, but I just can't stand how every bowl game. What are you trying game. to say you're not an old guy? Is, is that another backhanded pun? Hey, you're, Did you're, RJ put you up to hey, that? Hey, but you're styling. You got the suit. I'm in the jumpsuit like I just, you know, obviously I'm trying to do You know, the last few weeks I've gotten, you know, so I found some extra money around. So I figured, you know what, thank God, get a couple more suits, you know. 
<laughs> this is my RJ Blue. It's, it's my it's my first show, so I'm starting off with the jumpsuit. So maybe you know. I'll tell you what, start betting RJ, it, and you'll be in a suit. You too. know, what, next time I'm in Vegas, I love you and everything, but I want to do the show with RJ so I can make some money. <laughs> um, like I said, it, it's the Cotton Bowl, not the AT&T Cotton Bowl. You know, it's we'll, we'll get past that. Game open at a pick in 49. Uh, Public's all over LSU. I mean, obvious reasons. I mean, the SEC in bowl games is like a no-brainer right out the gate for most people. Um, the line's now LSU minus one and a half. The total is going back and forth on what the public's really looking at. Um, it's still basically at the, at the 49. It's really not mo- much movement there. I know this is my best bet before I get to my rundown. With your run on the videos, oh yeah, would you go 7-1 last week? 7-1. Seven, seven seven and 7-1 and last week. Oh, we did five videos, or excuse me, we did six videos here, and then I do the two weekend ones that I do on my homepage, the webcams, and it was a good week for sure. Right. So before I even get to that, I think you know a lot of people watch the show. You know, they always want to hear what you have to say. So I'm going to hand it to you first to get your thoughts on the game. Well, this is, and I'm glad this is your best bet because this is one I'm still battling back and forth with, to be honest with you, Johnny, because they're so different styles. This is going to be the LSU defense versus the Texas A&M offense. That's you figured the winner of that matchup, right. that's how you get this game. And, you know, Texas A&M has been good all year. The only thing that I'll, you know, point out is a couple teams that did have good defenses, Nebraska, case in point, did hold this Texas A&M team to nine points this year. Uh, Texas A&M still found a way to win that game. That was the field goal battle, 9-6, but they slowed them down. LSU has played some high-octane offenses out of the SEC this year. Cam Newton, Heisman Trophy winner. We know what kind of year he had. LSU was able to hold him 16 of 30 passing for a buck 28. That was like one of Cam Newton's lowest performances this year. And another guy that this one's interesting because both teams played Arkansas, played Arkansas this year, Mallett, Ryan Mallett. Uh, passed for 198 against LSU, but three 300 or so. 310 he, against A and M. So yeah, it was 1724, I think, was the final net with A uh, and M losing. To right. So you know, me, I've always been old school. So you would think I'd you know probably like the defense. You know, if you put my back up against the wall, but I'm still breaking this one down. But I. I want to hear you. You're the guy that's got the best bet here. Well, to go over the angle end first from the handicapping perspective is, I mean, like I said, to start the video is, you know, number one, SEC, SEC, SEC. You know, I'm from the Big Ten. I'm a Michigan homer. Sorry for that. <laughs> you're the Big East guy. <laughs> you know, we're out in the West Coast. We have some Pac-10 fans in the office. Let's just be honest. I mean, I don't care what anyone tries debating. The SEC is the king. So we had SEC out the gate. You know, A&M played Arkansas this year earlier, lost. They got rolled by the SEC last year when they played them. Don't overhype the fact the game's in Texas. You know, a lot of people, it's Cotton Bowl, the hometown you know, crowd type of thing. I've been to a lot of bowl games. I've been to Capital One. I've been to the Orange Bowl. Um, I flew down the year Alabama and Florida played for the SEC title. Same year they beat Oklahoma, went to that game. An SEC fan is worth two or three other fans from any other school. They're just, yeah. they're just cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs when it comes to football. Is that a <clears throat> sober SEC fan or a drunk SEC fan? Uh, I, uh, the drunk is, is even maybe worth five or six. I mean, they're, they're, they like to drink. They, they like to drink, and they're wild. I mean, I've been to a lot of you know, Super Bowl, the Ryder Cup. I mean, the SEC title game, you know, the, the Orange Bowl, seeing these SEC fans, I mean, I mean they're nut jobs. So <laughs> the whole thing being in Texas, to me, I think you've got to toss out the window. Um, Another thing is, you know, people are saying, well, the LSU running back uh, was, was named Stephen Ridley. 
He's, you know, he might play, he might not play. I mean, LSU has a pretty good backup. I mean, their, their squad's pretty deep. To me, that's not even a you know a variable to really just even to consider. jump in there for a second to give an example. When you get to these elite programs yeah. like LSU, you know, case in point, go to the Iowa Missouri game bowl game earlier where they had the back out. The guy that came in, he you know, this is just another guy waiting. It's uh, you know, the backup is only somebody you haven't heard of yet mm-hmm. on these big programs. They just haven't had their chance. I mean, these are blue chip recruits, so you can rest assured there's. There's some horses still left in the barn. Oh, for sure. I mean, on paper, I mean, you look at you know A and M versus the SEC recently. You look at the SEC in the bowl games, especially the BCS games. You know, the talent of the conference. I mean, Stevie Wonder could see that LSU is the play from the trends, from the angles, from the handicapping, from everything else. But in a big but, you know, and I know you're you know more of a handicapper. Well, me. Let Let me set the stage for you for a second because guys that aren't familiar with Johnny Detroit. You're a connection guy. This is one of, you know, I love hanging with this guy because he is connected. You offshore guys at sports books and everything else, you know stuff that the general betting public doesn't know because you're privileged to that information. Tell us a little bit about that. I understand the trends, the angles. I could talk games. But to me, you know, there's people that, you know, move the lines offshore, you know, dictate where stuff's going to go. You know, guys in town, you know, you've met some of my contacts yeah. in town. Guys that do this for a living, they're moving the money, they're betting the games. And a lot of times with them it comes down to math. So this is stuff that for me, from being a football fan, a better, all this information, I'm taking LSU. I check with my local guys here, talk to some guys offshore, and almost across the board, I mean, I have multiple sources telling me that they have Texas A&M minus three to minus three and a half. And earlier in the week when I was here in Vegas, you know, one of the the same guy who has this line, he had Mississippi State at minus 13 and a half. In the Stanford game when we were playing the cards, mm-hmm. I mentioned, you know, my one local who's a big mover, he told me he had Stanford minus seven in that game. So all of this information has me saying LSU, but personally my best bet's going to be Texas A&M 27-24 over LSU in the Cotton Bowl, fading the SEC, and, and I'm going to go with the Aggies. Well, you know what, since it's... I, I can't argue with you, and you've been you know dead on with the information that you get. So, Johnny Detroit's first ever video best bet. He's going with Texas A&M, and since it is your first best bet, we give a coupon away every week. And in honor of your appearance on the show uh, this my week, my name is going to be in a coupon. Your name is in the coupon. It is Johnny Ten. Spell it out, all caps, because you are worthy of all caps. Johnny and the number ten. Go to the checkout, enter that coupon code when you check out. You'll get $10 off anything you buy that week. Uh, you can use a coupon all the way through Monday, the national championship game. And if the package happens to only cost $10, that means it's on RJ. And we really don't want to do that this week because you cracked yeah. them, them at the poker table. I cracked them with Stanford. We've got to get the guy some money. So. You know, buy something that's more than ten dollars, but use the coupon, save yourself ten bucks. Exactly. I don't want to start pawning the video cameras and you know, three weeks. <laughs> he, he keeps losing you. The, the set's gonna have no background. <laughs> no problem. Hey, that wraps up the Cotton Bowl. We're gonna be back next. We're switching gears. We're going to NFL playoff action. Next up, New Orleans at Seattle. Did I say the Seattle Seahawks? Seven and nine. Seattle Seahawks host in the playoff game. We'll be right back.